Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Court. And we have a special show today. And hopefully it's not another one where I'm apologizing for recommending a movie. So <laughs> we have a couple of special guests from England. We have Dick, Chris and Dave from VHS Strikes Back, from CD Reality, from Tell Us All Your Podcasts. <laughs> so hi, Susan. I'm Chris. Thanks for having us on, guys. Um, I'm one half of our podcast. Me and Dave are very good friends. We've known each other for years. We're in a a band together. Um, Dave's the talented bass player. I was the loud mouth who used to pretend to sing at the front of the, uh, the band. Um, and then we sort of drifted away as friends in some respect. We became sort of like Facebook friends for a while. And then about four years ago, we reconnected and started podcasting. And we started with the Comics in Motion podcast, which is going to like a network now of so many of our friends who do shows on them, which is so nice. And then the VHS Strikes Back, which is us going back from about 2005 when sort of the DVDs overtook the VHS uh, video sales and we just go backwards and just basically most of the time try and stitch each other up with awful movies, but we do throw some nice ones in. And then the one that Dave loves the most, or Dave didn't want to do, and you think, Dave, what was that one, my friend? Well, one weird thing we didn't realise, you know, in in the genesis of our relationship when we when we were in the band was uh chris loved reality tv and i thought mm-hmm. well i i hate it i, I can't stand it it's ridiculous <laughs> and so when we started podcasting together we uh we started well we came up with this idea of doing the love island podcast we call it the love island cast and basically mm-hmm. chris would be the super fan and i would just uh rip it to pieces Unfortunately, it didn't go to my plan because I ended up loving it or, or kind of love hating it. So, yeah, Chris and Dave's, we, we ended up because we wanted to cover other shows as well. We thought, right, well, we'll just make it generic and call it Chris and Dave's reality TV cast. And so, yeah, that's that's probably the one we get the most fun out of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just mm-hmm. such nonsense. But, uh, yeah, we absolutely love it. And that's how we met yourself, Susan. Yeah, I found you guys when you did the Love Island podcast, and then then I found out Comics in Motion, and wow, they like all this geeky stuff like I do too. So, so yeah, that was cool. So, what is the connection here between reality TV and all these geeky shows, or or is that just you know? It it was more than anything, Susan, as Dave's, you know best friend I, I just like the fact that he actually hates these shows but then gets okay. so invested that he goes yeah. on instagram stories checking out all the gossip and he is telling me <laughs> more about what's going on now i've tried to get him to watch the kardashians he won't watch it he won't watch any of the housewives um now the new kardashians is terrible by the way disney so i don't blame it. it's absolutely awful the new sick show but married to medicine is the best reality show going now they're all based in atlanta they're all they're amazing characters. I've been there from the start. Well, we watched it in lockdown, actually, caught up, but it is the greatest show ever. And uh, we like Housewives and YouTube, but Dave doesn't like that. So, so the, the main thing is, is Dave is like, you know, I, I just dive in there, love the reality stuff. I wear it like a badge of honor. I shouldn't do. My, all my friends are like, there's just something wrong with you, Chris. Uh, but I, <laughs> me and my wife, Sam, love it. We watch anything reality TV. And I mean anything, we love it. And I don't even, I'd rather watch reality TV over like shows, even stuff on Netflix. Really? Stuff like, I've never watched stuff like 
Stranger Things and that. Like, Sam, my wife will. I will watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. It's reality TV or bust. So knowing that Dave hates it, but they secretly <laughs> loves it is what makes the podcast work, I think. <laughs> yeah. But I think the crossover, I mean, when you read comics and stuff and you you watch these uh, decompressed stories, things like Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon recently, it, it's all about the characters, isn't it? And it's all about the drama. Mm-hmm. And the unexpected thing for me was, in getting into the reality TV, was how much of the drama was there. And I found it fascinating, actually. And what what it allows Chris and I to do is when we talk about these certain behaviors in relationships and between either people who are supposed to be coupled up together or people who are friends, you just see these different ways that they communicate with each other. And and you're trying to deconstruct the human condition, you know, through this prism of reality TV. And I, I... I've been fascinated by that and and it's been a real eye opener for me. So yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. just about focusing on those people that I've found, you know, uh, particularly gripping. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why I, you know, hate reality TV, but I like <laughs> Love Island because it's like, well, you know, these people are all the, the people who would have all the attention when they walk in a room, but now every single one of them is like that. And so they have to use their personalities. <laughs> so, you and know, you find so. out there isn't much of a personality. Yeah. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They don't have it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then now with Amelia, you made me watch Below Deck. And I watched all the, all the episodes of all the shows in like two months. And so, you know, and it's the same kind of thing. All these people, there's something else going on that made them want to become uh, a yachty, you know, that why they are on the boat because of, uh, you know, other issues <laughs> they're running away from something or you know have little relationship issues or whatever and so it's like yeah I'll go uh, work on a boat <laughs> I definitely have to give you the overachiever badge on this one though because there are some seasons of below deck that I haven't seen oh <laughs> um, so I haven't done sailing yacht I think there's a new new one that yeah I haven't yeah seen. adventure yeah yeah it's in Norway yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that one yet I intend to I love it I actually I had a boss at one of my previous jobs who was like oh my god you have to watch below deck so she's the one who got me into it and I'm glad you jumped on it I wish you had also jumped on the sewing sunset but you know we could <gasps> I tried love it. Love yeah it. I'm telling the OC is the new one. That's even better. It's just as good as well. I just put that on my list so that I can start that one. <laughs> oh, Amelia, we, we are spirit animals. You and Court, you nodding ahead. And- I, I was just recognizing the same pattern. Like you, you've got Susan into the show, and then Susan's gone totally, you know, conspiracy yeah. wall and everything. <laughs> Watch them all. That's me. Yeah. It's totally speaking to me and I'm watching all the Instagram stories and I'm like, uh, two months after the show's finished. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And even, you know, you, Amelia, you should watch the sailing yacht because all of you actually all, yes, all of you should watch sailing yacht because 
one of the crew members, Gary, he's, you know, he would fit right in on Love Island or Fuckboy Island or any of those, you know, he is, you know, there was, there was one season where he had relationships with all of the women on board. So it was like The Bachelor. (laughs) Pretty much, but. (laughs) Problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Labour and Love was the, the probably the, the lowest ebb of a podcast the show we've ever covered. I don't know if you guys have ever seen <laughs> my word. It was yeah. the bar was lower than anything we've ever watched, honestly. Did you guys see that one? I don't, I don't know if it was widely shown. Well, it, it was basically the Bachelor <laughs> cast-offs. I, th- I think the the lady had been on Bachelor, hadn't they? And it was, but uh, she was forty, and the the men had. She was looking for a, a mate, basically not a husband, but a mate. <laughs> and on the first episode, I, th- I think it was the first episode, wasn't it, it was. Chris? Yeah. It was a sperm test. That that was the okay. challenge they had to go through. Oh, so the they, they spray in there. <laughs> they, had, they had cubicles outside the, the mansion they were staying in, and whoever had the strongest uh, swimmers, shall we say, yeah. got through to the next round. And it was presented wow. by one of the ladies off Sex in the City, um, Oh, I watched just watched Sex in the City recently. Well, the, the brown haired girl, oh, I can't think of her name. He, he always does present. this to me. He goes, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, you know that person? I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> one of the one of the girls off Sex in the City is the presenter from about 18 months ago too, and it's absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry to the railroad the podcast guys. <laughs> Court, tell us about what you watch. <laughs> Oh, um, so we podcast a while ago about reality shows. I you kept telling me to watch Below Deck, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So this weekend I finally got into it, one of them, um, the new one, Adventures. And I was like, Hey, Susan, I have questions. Like the boat is destroyed. Is this the same boat from every show? Or is this the same? <laughs> what happens? Because they seem like they jumped right in immediately. And um, like whoever said it, um, with the whole Love Island thing, it's Love Island on a boat right it's love island on a boat and some other drama too because they have to deal with it i guess as well oh god i, guess. I was like oh yeah i like this this is gonna be messy so i'm in <laughs> i don't like i, I kind of froze a bit when um like the two episodes i watched ended and it started into the new season of the longest running one because i was like nine seasons susan you watched nine seasons in three months plus the other shows two months yeah wow okay <laughs> you're gonna get the award this year I'm gonna talk Kelly. You won the binge. We award have the soupies year. every year, and that's one of the awards, the binge watch award. Yeah. yeah Tops everyone there, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Only this year. <laughs> and um, Dave, I am with you about the Kardashians. I am very proud of the fact that I have never seen. I don't go looking for those people. They just show up. I block them on Twitter and still they, they show, show up. up. They do. <laughs> The new series is absolutely woeful, by the way. Cole. And so all the previous seasons, so... Uh, no, Dave, no, they've got the old <laughs> the, the Kardashians own the rights, even though Ryan Seacrest is still the producer <laughs> on Disney, and it's absolutely terrible. Kim's coming across... I mean, she's... We know she's spoiled anyway, but she's coming across horrendously in this series. Even I'm... I mean, I'm watching the other night going, I don't... Or they're, like, raving about all the money they've got and all the shows they get invited to, and I'm like... Yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. just, you know... You don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. 
no, we apologize. We want it's them. It's terrible, mess. but you just can't stop talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did did you guys have a chance to watch uh, any of the adventure, below deck adventure? I'm afraid I didn't. I was looking okay. for a super fan over there to to watch. Uh, <laughs> so so actually, no. This is, there is a reason behind that. This weekend got completely railroaded, and we did have. Uh, I think it's two or three of Married to Medicine the reunion episodes to watch from the latest series. So I sort of watched that. And then this today we've been out Christmas shopping, so I do apologise. But yeah, I haven't. But I have watched them below the deck. I've watched snippets of it as well, because a lot of it's around Bjorka and Ibiza. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't watched the, the recent stuff. Um, it is, I mean, it's on Netflix and Prime and everything, so there's no excuse really. So I'm going to put it on the list. Yeah. You have to send me the new one, the link to the new one, then I'll start watching. Yeah, it's on, on Peacock. All the mm-hmm. all the shows. Oh, we've got are, that. You have that. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah then you can watch it. China. Oh, okay. thank you. Right, I'm I'm gonna watch it. That's my homework. Dave's yeah. laughing now. Going yeah. <laughs> that is a big list. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the first season, apparently, the first season of the original Below Deck is skippable because actually, with the second season, then you start out with names that you recognize and people who will be there for for multiple seasons so that's okay it's fun right it's fun and the guests are annoying (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) sounds like perfect reality tv then (laughs) it is it is (laughs) yeah with a changing cast every you know it's not the same people every show it's like they change every two or three shows Like my exposure to it had been only in the, like for Housewives, I'd watch Housewives on Bravo and then you would see the little commercials and then y'all were like one crossover. There was a crossover where some of that, some of the housewives went on a below deck episode or two. I'll have to find that one. Do you know which which show, which franchise it was? Because of how I watched it, they all meld together and yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did have a season where it was kind of all-star housewives. I watched different. that. You did? How was that? Yeah, that was good. Teresa Judice was on it. And uh, some of the other, basically all the ones who caused havoc on the other housewives got I together. I want to watch that one then. It's, it's a recent one. I think it was about okay. seven or eight episodes, but I definitely recommend it. Some of the ladies from the New York one, mm-hmm. New Jersey, um, there's some of the others as well, like I think Atlanta and that's all, but the, but the main one is Teresa Judice because she pulls no. Okay. I recommend it, Connie. Thank you. Don't encourage him. I have still not forgiven you for that 20 minutes of Housewives of Cheshire you made me watch. And it was (laughs) terrible. And it was in lockdown. And it was still 20 minutes in lockdown that I still want back. (laughs) So so, this is a little story. And I'll just say this story very briefly. So Dave loves this. I got invited to go on Housewives of Cheshire. It's like a background, you know, um, Sort of background artist sort of thing. And the, the, the thing was, Chris, we want you to go on with another guy and be a nude model. And I was like, well, I'm not doing that. You know, <laughs> I was in better shape than I'm in now, but I was like, I am not doing that at all. Completely nude, not a chance. And there was a scene where they were, some of the ladies of Housewives of Cheshire in the UK were painting these new guys. So one of the guys I knew, and he was buff, and he was ripped up, and he looked, you know, he looked the part. Um, and obviously you only saw the back backside sort of thing. But... The other guy who replaced me was about 70. And I was like, I'm so glad I did not appear <laughs> on this show. That's all. That's all. It was like, 
it's a no from me. But yeah, Dave hates it, and I, I love the fact that he hates it. <laughs> there's a theme with you though isn't there because did you apply to go on Gogglebox and then they said naked no attraction. but yeah. you you can go on Naked Attraction if you like now I don't no. think you guys get Naked Attraction do you right, no. so, it's, so, it's the it? weirdest thing Chris go ahead okay. explain so, Naked so, Attraction so, so I can't go on Naked Attraction anyway because I'm happily married but basically if say Dave I went on and I was single Dave went on and he was single and he's looking for a partner, all the, they would have four ladies there with no clothes on, and they start from the bottom upwards, and I mean no clothes on, we can see everything, and then they have to pick off their body what they like, boobs, everything, I'm not lying, okay. and then they reveal, but then the man, then would say Dave or whatever, would then take his clothes off and reveal his body to the lady that he's picked, and... It's the most ridiculous TV show you've ever seen in your life. But yeah, it's a reality TV show that is just horrendous. Horrend- but I got asked to go on that. I'm like, well, that doesn't really work. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> there's there's something like that that was on Netflix or something. Yeah, yeah. Either okay. Netflix. I feel like that was a VH1 show at some point in time. It was a it was a dating show, just like <laughs> yeah. you said. Yeah. where they were naked yeah yeah but you because you know they had the sensors and everything and all the important bits no 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 sensors. Oh, no they don't oh, over no. here it's, over it's here. all they do over here and, and yeah. the presenter is very much you know into it you know like oh this is a funny shape and they go into <laughs> real detail in it so. yeah, sizes everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i mean no sensor it's ridiculous if you I wouldn't say watch it, but if you find a trailer on YouTube, maybe better explain it. It, it is worth a watch, honestly. Just, yeah. it, it's fascinating. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It is no, no, so, so yeah, I, the reason I find it fascinating is because you get all kinds of different shapes and sizes on there. You don't get Love Island people going on yeah. Naked Attraction. And for me, that is the kind of healthy thing about it. You just get lots and lots yeah, of different regular varieties people. of people. Yeah, regular, regular yeah. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I, I actually think it's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> How have we ended up talking about naked attraction? I mean, <laughs> we like, always end up here. <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of the reasons I couldn't get in a Love Island. I'm sorry, Susan oh. and Amelia. They're they're too perfect. Like everybody's an influencer. Yeah. yeah. That's very true, yeah. that corny. But they're terrible people. That, and yeah. and they, they, they're they so at each other. So that that's it's the drama. It's not the, you know, yeah. the, the body shapes. The, they're so perfect, but mm-hmm. they're a bunch of bastards usually. So, oh, can I swear <laughs> yeah. on here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can say worse. Oh, we can get worse. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay, so we also had a movie assigned for today. (laughs) And with many of my other picks, yeah, we know how that went. Uh, So (laughs) hopefully this is better. (laughs) And the movie is Behind the Infinite Two Minutes. And uh, it was, it's on, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. And it is a 2020 movie from japan and i be we're going to spoil it so if you haven't seen it go watch it and come back and listen uh 
a cafe owner discovers that the TV in his cafe suddenly shows images from the future, two minutes into the future. All right. And so what'd you guys think? <laughs> Should we start with Chris or is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you trying to say, Susan? Um, uh, yeah. so... <laughs> the last time I suggested a movie for you. <laughs> oh, Pandemonium. Oh, yes. Yes. Pandemonium, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. I think this might go better. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I started with that is fucking shit. But there you go. Think, yeah. No, something um, like that. Something like that. So no, I've actually got fascination with time traveling. So so when I started watching it, I I do struggle with like the subtitles of sort of like watching okay. a program and you know just trying to dissect what's going on. And but I didn't with this. I thought it was quite interesting that the way it's shot and it's only like six seventy minutes long as well as a movie, which I was like Susan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect for me. You know, it's not a three-hour movie or anything. It's, it's absolutely perfect. But no, I, I always struggled with the one minute that Einstein went back in time in Back to the Future. So I was just thinking, well, he's gone back a minute. Where's Einstein? And the doctor explained to Marty and everything. So that time travel thing's always fascinated me. Even as a kid, I always wanted to go back to the 70s when my whole family was still here and all the people you lose over the years of life. It's yeah. a weird fascination. Even though I love technology, and I probably couldn't be no internet or anything but you know the, the theory of it maybe for a couple of hours to see everything so so yeah this was interesting and, and, and different concepts as a movie it's not violent or anything like that it, yeah honestly Susan I'll be honest I really, really enjoyed it and I didn't think I, think I was like I'm gonna hate this and Susan's not gonna like me anymore <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed it Susan it was a very good good. Pick. good good all right uh Dave I, I'm with you, Chris. I, I thought it was really, really interesting. And, you know, for whatever reason, we've just watched a, a whole bunch of foreign language films. We watched a, one I won't mention, actually, a German, sub, well, yeah, subtitle film. We just watched a 1976 one called Kings of the Road, real art house mm-hmm. movie, uh, which you'll hear in a, a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, what was we watching? Uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf with Mark Dacascos. You know, it was, it was a French language film as well. And so I came to this one. I'm like, oh, I just want to switch my brain off and just uh, watch it. But that was the wrong movie for that. But actually, it, even though I didn't really want, I wasn't, when I sat down, I wasn't really in the mood for like thinking. But it was so... What I think they did really well is they introduced you to the concept and then they layered on the complexity of it and they kept explaining it as they went along. You know, they started off with a real simple Mm -hmm. concept. Mm -hmm. You know, he sees himself talking to himself from two minutes in the future and that's how it starts. And it's straight in there. It's like straight Mm -hmm. away. And then he, when he's talking to his friends and stuff or, or he's talking back to himself, his past self now, and I was like, within five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And it's shot in that way, isn't it? That yeah. kind of one shot yep. mm-hmm. format. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is really clever. And I'm sure they've done some really clever things. I'm sure it's not all one shot. I mean, no, it, it can't no, be. No but way. the way that it, it looks, the way they've edited it together was mm-hmm. so, so clever. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't know how you found this one. I'd never heard of this, to be honest. But I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Amelia? Yeah, I'm not sure what y'all are talking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, because you were gone for a while. Uh, the the movie, The Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes. 
yeah no you didn't get a chance to watch oh no okay all right all right sorry well you should go watch it (laughs) court you did good this time susan i'm very proud yay um you guys already pretty much uh, stated everything I loved about it. Um, initially, when I went in, uh, I, I was not, I was not in the right frame of mind to have this mind-bending experience, and I had to watch it twice because, like, I, I feel like I felt like I'd missed some stuff. Like, wait a minute, what just happened? How did we get here? Um, I love the whole effect of it being the continuous shot um, and the idea that like what you really saw two minutes ago really did just happen two minutes ago because that's how they shot it. Um, it was just really cool, really well done, funny too. So mm-hmm. you, you did good. This was okay. not torture. Good. Well, <laughs> because <laughs> it was a it was a recommendation actually many months ago from the film cast. So you know Dave Chen and Jeff Kanata, I think one of them had seen it and recommended it and so uh, hey you know that would be a good one for all of us to see too <laughs> mm-hmm. like the time travel thing and it it does at some point when they put the monitors together you know it's like <laughs> okay cool. yeah <laughs> and you know you want to you know the rules of or you think you know the rules of time travel because of all these other movies that you've seen. And then, no, there's always new rules, new movie, new rules, (laughs) whatever. So, and let's try and break the rules. And then towards the end, when those other two guys show up, the time cops, (laughs) it's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Really strange then, didn't it? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Do you guys, um, did you ever watch a, a series that was from the, I'm trying to think, was it 80s, late 80s, 90s, called Red Dwarf? It was like a, a very, it. it was like a low budget British sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it was so low budget. And then about series five or so, I think they got a little bit of budget and started to add a bit of C- CGI. It sort of reminded me a little bit of that, that, they would take some of these concepts of, you know, from physics and really play around with them. And this, this wasn't necessarily, well, it, it kind of was physics, but they were going off this Drost or Droste effect, weren't they, where you've got a picture within a picture and it's almost like a fractal that keeps going. But if you think about it, so you can, if you think like massive gravitational pulls, if you watch something like Event Horizon, can change, you know, someone's perspective of time that's relative, or going back to, you know, Einstein's uh, general relativity. So for me, I was looking at it, I think, oh, maybe they've got a tiny little black hole in that monitor or something like that. And it just had my mind wandering. Um, but it, like I say, it reminded me of this old sci-fi TV show, and that was a comedy as well, mm-hmm. where they take these mind-bending concepts and just make them funny uh, but there was real science behind them yeah yeah and I guess that's always the fun of it it's like oh yeah you can go and research this and find out oh yeah it is <laughs> I think as well like mm-hmm. for me who is never into this sort of thing usually the, the, I thought the way it's put together and the, the mind, whoever's wrote, written this, put it on the screen to produce it, 
direct it in such a way. And, and for such a small cast, and like you say, I'd read that day. It's not a one-shot. They filmed it in a week in a cafe in Japan. That's all, but, but it made it, obviously, it looks like it's one shot. Uh, yeah, just so clever. I just kept thinking, is he gonna? Is the main character gonna bump into himself at some point? You know, and, you know. I kept thinking, I've missed something. Something's gonna happen, and I just kept thinking, how have you come up with this idea? Because, like Tony Stark does say in Avengers Endgame, everybody thinks time travels based on Back to the Future, like myself. So yeah, so so <laughs> it can be completely. Different. I still haven't forgiven Tony for that, by the way. <laughs> 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 Back to the Future is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, great, Scott. But but no, it, it's really really well put together. And I think you're right, Susan. When the screens come together and you get that like effect of it, you know, the corridor effect sort of thing, which you've seen in Russell. Yeah, I, I was interested. I did like the fact that the two time cops had probably two guns that you bought from Toys R Us. Yeah, and it was closing down for about two dollars or something. That looked like it couldn't kill anybody when they were threatening with the guns. So it's like. Could have got better props than that guy with, with their flasher max yeah, the flasher, <laughs> yeah they, had, they had proper dodgy coats on didn't they but yeah I, I just thought it was really interesting in a good film yeah it was yeah and you know you can watch it over and over and get something different from it each time <laughs> so one of the really interesting things i thought it, it happened about maybe a third of the way through the movie was when Cato lied to himself mm-hmm. so he he didn't have the courage to go and ask the girl out but then his future self came and said yeah she said yes mm-hmm. and so he got the courage to go and ask her out and they got pied off <laughs> you know love island style exactly. and then you know he was he was conflicted he's just when he got pied off and he was like, but what I saw in the future, I, I thought it was going to go down a sinister route, but it, it obviously didn't. It, it got kind of lighter before it got darker again yeah. with the, the whole uh, uh, kidnapping thing. But I, I thought, that again, that was really interesting because it, it played to that psychology of, well, Christ, you know, you always want to aspire to be the best person, but you always fall a little bit short of that and you're always trying to be that better person and I just thought that was a really really clever moment where he mm-hmm. just he just shattered his own belief in the future because yeah. you could see everyone else was still really excited mm-hmm. but he was like oh I can't believe it. I just made a right tit of myself yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was me who made me do it right <laughs> but then it all worked out Right. It didn't. It. So. It didn't it. <laughs> can, can I ask a question? And I want to ask Amelia this. Amelia, obviously, you've not had a chance to watch it yet. Are we making? Are we selling this to you that you're going to think I need to watch this, or have we done a bad job of what what this movie is about? No, I am looking forward to watching it. Um, but you've also got the benefit of me being a big fan of time travel stuff. Ah, right. Good. Um, yeah. So there's that. That's going for it. But so which movie has it far. right? Which one yeah. has the right rules? I mean, is it Back to the Future? Is I... it Terminator? Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> Twelve Monkeys. I... It's a loop. So, yeah. The way I will answer, even though um, officially I do believe that time is, you know, 
a big ball of wibbly wobbly stuff. <laughs> no, it's um, a flat circle. <laughs> I am the I am the girl who had uh, multiple wedding cakes. One had a DeLorean on top, and one had a Target on top. Yeah. Oh so, wow, a Doctor Who fan as well. Nice. Yeah. So I think little bits from each one of them are right. <laughs> and then also all massively wrong if you listen to Stephen Hawking. Yeah. It's whatever helps the story, isn't it? As long as they adhere yeah. to their own rules, that's, that's all I ever ask. Right. Oh, thanks, really. So, I just thought, I just wanted, sorry, Susan, I didn't mean to cut across that. I was just interested because it's so difficult. Obviously, we're spoiling the movie. When we do it, yeah. and then we've had, we say to everyone, do not listen to the podcast. Even if it's a brand new movie, we, we, we do that on the comics, don't we? It's like, oh, so. It's interesting because you've sort of got no choice with this, Amelia, now because you have to listen to us sort of dissect it. So, no, that's interesting. I want, I want to know what you think of it, actually. Susan, you'll have to message me, or Amelia, yeah, you'll have yeah. to message me because it'll be interesting. I wasn't expecting much. So, especially if you like time travel, this is going to be interesting to get your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely follow up. Okay. Yeah, and I also I loved how they filmed it. Uh, it it's a little annoying at times, but you know, because of the handheld or whatever. But it's cool that it looks like one shot, and they they kept you in one timeline, and that helps you to follow, helps you to follow mm-hmm. it, helps you to understand, and not you know your mind doesn't explode too much. <laughs> you don't need a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god you, you'd need uh you'd need Emmett Brown wouldn't you to to describe it I think one of the things that that did oh, I I'm gonna say it irks me a little bit was just because he was carrying the monitor downstairs yeah and I was like how long is that cable Suspend their disbelief. yes and, and I, know, I know and I kept telling myself that it's like it's just a movie it's just a movie and he just keeps going and I'm like that is the longest cable in the world and it, I just couldn't quite get over it but once he put it down I was like that's it I'd forgotten it but when he was walking down the stairs and it just kept yeah. going I was like no way yeah, and they said, oh, yeah, I went up to the fifth floor. Take the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> fifth floor? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a lot of cable. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I love how it all came together there. Ketchup bottle. Here, take the symbol. Take this. Take that. <laughs> and it all, uh, yeah. It was so, but the timing of it, I mean, mm-hmm. The scripting must have been so tight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because when he was walking up the stairs and the, you know, he hands him the ketchup bottle and then the oh is the drum symbol and everything. And then you're seeing it play out in the past when they figure it out because they're mm-hmm. looking and seeing, oh, give him this, give him that. It it just there was no point where I'm like, oh, the timing seems a bit off there. So I guess it, it's the scripting plus the editing as well. It, yeah. it just seemed to be I believed what I was watching mm-hmm. and it, it was just so so well done for I mean it was the guy's first movie wasn't it I mean it's just he has set an incredibly high bar now oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah. how do you top that I mean it's such a, a unique movie I, mm-hmm. I I just don't know how mm-hmm. you top it yeah yeah and did you guys watch some of the um behind the scenes footage there in the credits 
Yeah, it made me feel a bit inadequate, if I'm honest, because I, he's he's like walking around with a with an iPhone, and it's like, well, we've all got that, and I just use it to yeah. scroll Twitter or something, which yeah. you know, <laughs> as soon as I find an alternative, that will be remedied. Right. But yeah, you know, yeah. so I was like, it, the talent of these people, you know, behind the camera, in front of the camera, it just, yeah, I was just like, what am I doing mm-hmm. with my life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I could have done more during when everything was shut down. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was so wow. great to see though, wasn't it? Because if you look mm-hmm. at Hollywood, mm-hmm. there are no true indie movies anymore. You know, I, I love Quentin Tarantino, but when he yeah, did Reservoir well. Dogs, you know, that was a proper indie movie and he had to, you know, get money from here, there and everywhere, wherever he could. Mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel ended up putting up a load of money now. Now the big studios have these little offshoots yeah. where they fund indie projects. So they're not really indie anymore. Whereas this felt like a proper, proper indie movie. And that's what I loved about that. Mm-hmm. bit at the end where it just showed how you know they were basically scripting it all out there obviously I couldn't read any of it but yeah. you know it looked impressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know I I just yeah I, I couldn't have any more a- admiration for it and the fact that they were using such I want to say low tech but it's not low tech yeah. is it it's it's well commonly our, it's used our, technology right, our everyday got tech. access to yeah mm-hmm. so the fact that he's done it with that it's just just amazing mm-hmm Mm-hmm. yeah it's impressive I, I do youtube videos and do holiday vlogs and stuff and you know and i've got like the new iphone and i'm like i've been i'm a very basic video editor and i've done yeah. videos for years but you know it's that i'm like yeah, this is a different level and just the, the it's just having the patience as well to, to yeah to do that like i shoot <laughs> i shoot videos for work and i use an iphone with a gimbal and okay. and stuff like that but i'm like i need this shot i need that and i can frame stuff in my head how i want it but i it's no way I'd have the patience to do something like this. It's very, very impressive. And you're actually, because I know it turned it off, Susan. I was like, oh, what's this? You know, we've got a Marvel end credits going on here. What's happening? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, very, very good. And then really well put together. And just respect. I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes, is it 98% of 66 mm. critics? That is a heck of a score. And I think it's 8.3 is the user score as well, which is, I mean, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got one of the best things on there for me. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just a douchebag who, who voted it down. That's one <laughs> yeah. out of sixty-six. There isn't you it? go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Excellent. You know, Excellent. Where was choice. Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we all we all recommend this movie. Excellent. Definitely. So, Court, what are we doing next week? Don't, don't say necromantic, Susan. Whatever you do, that's the other German film. Dave was saying it's the worst film you've ever seen. Don't watch it. I, available on YouTube. I'm assuming you're going <laughs> so to. So it's not this. pandemonium, huh? I was no. going to say pandemonium. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it as well? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, she told really? me the story. Oh. She said she tortured you guys. So I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll skip that one. No, I, I, I tortured Court and Kelly with with some adam sandler movie last year like for halloween oh god it's like we were picking movies for halloween i'm like oh well look this came out let's watch this oh god yeah no i'll put pandemonium in the same category as street trash yeah have you guys seen street trash no no i don't think our our chris our chris would 
highly recommend it. And it's like the one thing that, that he's taken me to see that it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have recommendations that can be worse than pandemonium, Courtney and Amelia, if, if you need that. And Susan's probably <laughs> listening to the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> we won't. We won't talk, but just just There's for note, not too then, many to be fair. No, no, but, but Gordy, just just for note on your pad, do not put down necromantic. Whatever happens, that is the worst thing. I mean, that, no, I'm not recommending it, but just don't ever watch it. I mean that seriously. Susan's okay. listened to the podcast; she knows. I know, I know. We'll add that to the list. But all right, I have to say, October was wonderful. The movies that you guys did in October were all wonderful. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Right. And next week is actually our great Thanksgiving debate. Oh, okay. I yeah. look forward. Oh, yeah. And I get to judge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. I got to bring my A game because I'm going up against Kelly. Amelia, oh, you should cool. come. <laughs> Join the debate. <laughs> but and something else is happening this week. The superversary. So it's how many years now? 11 mm-hmm. <laughs> of 11 years of geek girl soup. That's so a lot. I, I got to thank you and <laughs> Amelia amazing. for that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well done. That's excellent. Thank wow. You. That is amazing. They, they, podcasts can't be that old, can they? Well, clearly they yeah. can, but yes. you must've been there right at the, not quite the start, but <laughs> Close to the start. A few years after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah. Wow, that's really impressive. I wonder me and Dave will still be friends 11 years after doing podcasts. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> it's, it's always on the edge. That's right. <laughs> You've been through so be. much, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what movie we pick, it could be all right. over at any point. <laughs> that's, the ex- that's the excitement of the show. Right, right. <laughs> You've disagreed many times and you're still friends, so yeah. I have hope. <laughs> Dave, Dave wants to do a uh, stop the pigeon where the hand comes down the phone sometimes and just you know, get hold of me sometimes. <laughs> oh my whack. God, some of the rubbish you pick. But I, I, I do it deliberately as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. You guys don't seem to do the the kind of mainstream stuff, I, I guess, as well, like the big movies that, that have just come out. No. no. I mean, we'll touch on them, like, because we're like, hey, well, what did you just see? What what mm-hmm. did you do this week? And then right. we may talk about it. Right. But I'm, you know, I'm in school now. And so I don't have time to do anything until like next September. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, it's like, what's streaming and what can yeah. I do at home? Yeah. Best way. That is the best way. I mean, we, there was one, we just watched the movie, me and Dave. Dave. Dave's message to me was, this is how true friends should act to each other. Have you watched that film? And I was like, <laughs> no. And he went, and the main thing is, I've watched it and you haven't. And it's three hours long. And I was <laughs> like, oh, thanks, mate. You absolutely. That, that was the German movie one I was, yeah, I was telling you about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Three hours long. I said, it's like Endgame, if nothing happened. <laughs> but no, I just, I've just literally watched Black Panther 2 today and amazing. Um, yeah. Cried, laughed, was engrossed. 
can highly recommend it. I think mm-hmm. it's the best movie I've seen this year. Yeah, totally agree. In court, I think you saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw it Friday morning, first thing in the morning, and then I went again with my sister yesterday. Went again, you know, <laughs> oh, I went again, oh, and yeah. I'm planning on a third viewing. Dedication, At I least. like it. Yes, yeah, I'm going this it was week. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Take tissues. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I, I had my kids with me, and I was just like, you know, trying to be yeah. big dad and wipe the tears away. Is is good. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't. Yes, please don't say anything because I'm definitely nope. watching this. Week. I cannot wait. Anticipation. Christmas break. <laughs> It'll still be. I'll be watching it. And when then we'll talk. Christmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Chris and Dave, thank you so much for being with us today. It was lots of fun. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thanks for having yeah. us, guys, as well. We didn't mm-hmm. we sort of sidetracked your podcast talk about reality TV, so I apologize for that. But, you know. Well, you know, when reality TV comes up on the podcast, then you know, that's why. It's because <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I've listened to. <laughs> you must be sick of us, Susan, now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and actually, yesterday I just watched the uh, Love is Blind finale. <laughs> And, and reunion oh my god yeah there's another mess yeah big messy yeah. show where do they find these people i mean surely there are normal <laughs> people out there and then i they, guess it's a good they wouldn't be entertaining yeah we had we have a discord group which for the uh, patrons we, susan you, are you on the, the discord group i'm on there i see messages pop up but no i <laughs> oh, should come and join the conversation yeah, I should join. apparently love is blind series two and three were filmed back to back so mm-hmm. the people who've been in series three have been sat on that for well over a year waiting for it to come out so so it's really interesting how and there's some of them still together so obviously it does work but yeah it's a, a long time but what a show i mean married at first sight uk and the Australian one, the UK one's just finished before we did Love is Blind. And that's <laughs> still going. The drama, the, 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 everyone oh, yeah. just hated each other pretty much by the end of it. All friends split up and, oh, it's great. I, I rely on Dave there for the updates and what's going on in our Discord group. I love it. It's so <laughs> dramatic. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And both of those, they're, they're better than the uh, the US version Always. of that, of Married at First Sight. It's really boring. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know if, I, I guess the premiere show, if you want to be an influencer in the US, it seems to be The Bachelor. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to be an influencer, that that seems to be the show, whereas the mm-hmm. UK seems to be Love Island. And then in Australia, it's Married at First Sight. But they, they the Australians just love to make it messy and just as much drama <laughs> as possible. Because I watched some of yeah. the early seasons of Married at First Sight in the UK, and it was like how you would expect it to be if you were genuinely trying to match couples you know they, mm-hmm. they were scientifically trying to get these people now they just want to fuck some shit up and like you know just get 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 some drama going and it's like i, I believe the next australian uh season is going to be even worse there's going to be you know mm-hmm. wife swapping and and all sorts is drama oh. turned up to 11 yeah <laughs> 
I believe yeah. there's a drugs bust as well in one of them, Dave. Oh, really? Cops turn up, yeah. There's drugs bust, so... Uh, it's going to be yeah. a daily podcast. Then, it? Right. <laughs> well, well, daily, not daily. Daily, yeah. daily not daily. The thing, is, we, we, <laughs> the thing is, in the UK, it's it's a massive... Mil- you can become a millionaire pretty much straight away from going on the shows. Oh, you know, okay. and so when we say that, Susan, and, and Connie, and really, when we talk about it, it's because it is so lucrative in the UK. The Instagram, now TikTok as well, the fame that comes off the back of it. People just send like 30,000, 40,000 for one Instagram post as soon as they come out of the villa. You know, it's just so, even the people who haven't been there to the end, so the longevity of mm-hmm. it all is like, I have to stay with this person because we need the magazine deals. We need, that's why we're so skeptical. And even really love each other. But for the context of the show, it's great TV. It's just afterwards, you get the, Oh, we're going to stay friends, but relationship doesn't work. We know that because all the deals have dried up, guys. Yeah, you're not making any money, so it's very, very lucrative in the UK. I don't know if it is in the US, but in the, in the um, England, it's so yeah. the career, TV, everything off the back of it is unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty lucrative here. Oh, no, not even the marriage. I was thinking of Big Brother, like this most recent season of Big Brother. You had Taylor, Taylor's everywhere and Joseph in their relationship. Like, it's not even about the show. It's about them. Okay. And like, they were just in people this past week. <laughs> Taylor and Joseph are official. It's like, okay, great. And 90 Day Fiance, that's another one where aren't, aren't they a lot in popular culture also? Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. daughter showed me some of that. So I've not watched an actual season, but there was mm-hmm. a guy, Ed or something oh god yeah he's oh he was horrendous (laughs) yeah and he was like he was with this young filipino or thai bride or something and he was he was given a present chris and it was like toothpaste or something Oh my <laughs> it was like, like this will make your breath smell pretty and it's like oh fucking hell stop stop yeah we should watch that, that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it that is terrible <laughs> it was awful honestly i'll try and yeah. dig out a clip for you <laughs> it's not hard to find a bad clip of him <laughs> brilliant so okay so Next week, the debate, the big Thanksgiving debate. Okay. Be looking forward to that. <laughs> and happy Superversary. And until next time, everybody, geek on.